every time I hear that theme song, I just want to kick a baby. Man, it's good. It's so good. Um, okay. welcome to welcome to Geek Street. It's Turbo <laughs> the Algorithm. We're here to chat about toys, video games, comic books, all this geeky shit we're into. Me more so than the algorithm because he's an old man now and he doesn't like to do have any fun. So on that point, I've been tempted this week to buy a lot of shit. How about yourself? Well, you know I have been. I sent you a message about it. <laughs> what is it? Like, is it is it the time of year? Is it because we're in the dog days of winter and we're bored out of our skulls? Like, why... I mean, we always get tempted. There's always shit around, but it's it's really bad lately. I blame reading. I blame reading comic books. It just fucking sends me down a rabbit hole. Yeah, like, but you get reading comic books. It's it's almost like springtime for mating season. Like it's, I guess I don't know. Like it's in the air. I gotta buy plastic. Like I don't know. Like fuck, man. Like I just redid a shelf today. Like it's just. It's because it's so cold out. You don't want to go outside and do anything. Well, that's what You'd I'm saying. You'd rather just go yeah. online. You just you just go online and you just start going down the rabbit hole of like, ooh, what's this toy? Ooh, I remember this as a kid. Oh, was there a toy of that that's recent? Is it new? Is there something cool? And that's what happens, man. I just go start going down the rabbit hole and it's it's fu- like it's fucked, man. Every time I turn around, I'm looking at a, a toy website or a toy blog or a review. Actually, I was pretty good today. I didn't I didn't do a whole lot of uh browsing online i I actually uh decided to uh sit down upstairs here and turn the xbox on and play some video games which was kind of a rare well i shouldn't say rarity i do it a lot a rarity yeah but like to actually sit down and actually put time into a game like i actually took like four hours and like put it in like normally i'll play like a game like uh vampire survivors or something like that where i can it's a half hour and that's it and i'll play that and i'll get it out of my system and then i'll go start you know playing with the shelves or i'll start like uh you know, go downstairs, make food, depending on what time of day it is. But like, yeah, I don't really sink a lot of time into games. Usually I'm playing like anything that I can just pop in and out of fighting games, that sort of thing. But I put like four hours into a role-playing game today. It was pretty fun. So that's what I did today. Uh, Persona 3, actually. Never heard of it. Well, uh, it, it was a PlayStation title. Um, I know like, but it's kind of a, uh, how do I put it? It's based on like... Um, it's a uh, Shin Tsugami, I think it is. Um, basically, it's like this. Uh, it's this world where every night at midnight, the dark hour happens, and like that's when shadows and demons come out, and only certain people who have like the ability to uh, harness the powers of Arcana, like our like tarot cards. It's pretty crazy. It's actually pretty fun, and you get to like fuse. Like it's kind of like uh, it's kind of like Pokemon, only like with more adult theme. <laughs> you know, they kill each other. You know, you have you have like these different classes, like a uh, chariot, uh, judgment, punishment, death, and like you confuse these uh, shadows or demon cards together and create other other variations. So it's kind of fun. I like I, I do a lot of that. Like I'll I'll go into this. Uh, essentially, there's only one area to fight, like, and you go to it. It's like this tower, and the whole point is to try to get to the top and beat all the the shadows in this in this tower and so far you know there's i think there's like 16 or six or sorry 16 six or seven levels um that you can you know yeah you can explore and as you explore you just you get the opportunity to to win these cards of of uh you know these uh evil demons or good or good souls or 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 whatever because there's like you know justice and all that type of stuff too so 
like there's a and then you can fuse two together where you can get the best uh best of both worlds that sort of thing it's 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 super fun so it's like basically a card game just digital no it's not a card game at all like you have to fight it's like uh you know final fantasy turn-based role-playing games the cards are basically your summons like you 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 collect them you fuse them together and then you call them as your magic uh they're, they, they, that's what that's how you can perform magic spells that sort of thing oh with cards it the representation is a card but it's actually a a, a being of some sort yeah ah uh, well there you go what are you yeah so into there? oh nothing i was just moving some some garbage <laughs> on my desk hmm. but yeah so I that's what i got good. into i work today so i wasn't playing any games yeah, yeah, I, I get that. It sucks when you have to work on the weekends for sure. But uh, so, have you been like going down any rabbit holes, looking at any cool stuff, anything that's uh, piqued your interests? Um. Well, I was going to ask you that because you seemed uh, chomping at the bit to kind of talk about it a little bit there. But uh, yeah, I mean, I I received, uh, I got my anti-attorney he-man a few days ago so i've mm -hmm. and i've got that on the shelf and it's like i've got so many different things on the shelf that aren't being displayed i just don't have enough room and i don't know like i'm my collection seems to be kind of in flux so i'm like i'm trying to figure out a, a bunch of different things um I, yeah, I just, <clears throat> I don't know. So I'm looking at a lot of different things right now. And I find myself like the other day, I was just like, I love those two GI Joe classified figures. I love the way they look. I said, I wasn't going to go too crazy with them. And then I do a search for GI Joe classified and I'm looking at all the figures and I'm seeing like Serpentor and mm -hmm. I'm seeing snake eyes, which is a, it's funny cause that's a figure I never had as a kid and always wanted um just like a ton of different stuff and i'm just like those would be really cool characters to have and then i'm looking at like he-man origins and i've always said that i just want like merman and maybe there's a couple of other like i'd probably pick up a scare glow if i saw one in the wild um you know i got the anti-attorney anti he-man but now i'm just like man like there's some other figures that i really liked as a kid and well, go into detail. What are we talking about? Like, I've what already other figures got, you're looking at? I've already got four origin figures now, like the three Merman and the and the He-Man. And it's like, man, I, I just looking at like a clawful because <laughs> it was it was one of those guys I just liked as a kid. I don't know why. Um, what's his name? Whiplash was another one of my big favorites for some odd reason. Yeah. Um you know, and it's just like, man, I could just get all these guys and it's, yeah, it's just, it's so I'm like, I'm supposed to have this kind of this narrow net and stick mm -hmm. to things that, you know, I had a kind of a plan and it's, I just find myself doing like very like generic broad searches now and stuff's coming up and it's like, oh, there's like a. I don't know who it was I'm trying to think here well yeah it was a clawful a clawful came up and i think it was like 15 bucks or something like that and 
you know, like $12 shipping. I'm like $27. Like, you know, that's, that's not much higher than it would be if you found it in the wild, really like with tax and all that crap. And yeah, you know, I found myself almost clicking, you know, clicking the, the bid button or not the bid button, but the, the buy now button. That's like, no, I can't do that. Like, what am I going to do with a frigging clawful? You know, Put it on your shelf. Get rid of something else. The thing I don't have. Move it around. It well, you just build something else. You just you make an area, make some room. Yeah. Put it. Get it's... yourself a corner. Get yourself a little Deltoff stand or something. Get I yourself a get yourself a little stand. You put it yeah, in. You got like... some LED lights in there, oh, buddy. Buddy. One of, one of the things I was. Do you remember one of the things I was talking to you about with the the He-Man variations? And it's like, okay, I've got. Like I've got the anti-attorney He-Man, like it wouldn't be hard to get just He-Man because I mean they're all over the place. Fakers. Ooh, still... I don't know. He-Man's still kind of hard to get right now. Same with Skeletor. Uh, I've seen them on eBay, like for like sixteen, seventeen bucks. Mm. Doesn't seem to be that hard right now. I was scared. Yeah, there you go. He could get right back into the line. He could get He-Man, Skeletor. Well, it's it. I was looking at the He-Man variations, but uh, the transforming He-Man's a tough one. But like Faker is still at our. I have a transforming He Man. Yeah, but you probably want that. I can always. We can always talk. We can discuss. <laughs> I don't have anything you'd want. Oh well, then I guess you have to just you know make me an offer. Yeah. <laughs> but there's and then there's like the bronze statue one, and there's the yeah. Faker good luck. Yeah, but the... who wants a bronze the bronze statue really? I would because You're I'm stupid. weird like that. You're I'm stupid. weird like that. I'll have a bronze I, I, statue. You can't even do anything with it. It's just a, it's a, a bronze-looking He-Man. It's like, why? Yeah, but it's a variation of He-Man. Like, yeah, it's just foolish. You line the five of them up together, and they look really cool. No, the bronze, man, it does nothing for me. It was the yeah. same thing as like, the gold label figures for fucking McFarlane. Like, that gold but that's Red Death came out. And I'm like, that's, that's just stupid. That's where we differ. It's the so. same fucking figure with a color yeah. on it. Yep. You have to have it. You have to have it. Well, I'm just, that's, no, no, no. I'm not like, I'm not like actively pursuing that, but that's just an idea. Like to, to have the five of them lined up on a shelf would be kind of cool. Like these are the things that are going through my mind. That's what I'm saying. So like it's I have same... the, I think I have the four out of the five variations then. I have Annie Attorney He-Man, the regular He-Man, Faker He-Man and Transformer He-Man. Yeah. So you just, all you need is the bronze statue He-Man. Uh, gross. And and it's like I've, probably three hundred dollars an hour or something. No, it's like not. That. It's like forty bucks. Yeah, but that's for just a bronze color. What, just drives me. I know. I get it. It's a ten dollar figure. I'm just saying it's within that. Like if it was three or four hundred dollars, then this kind of concept wouldn't go be going through my head at all. Because it's like I think to myself, like, okay, I've already got the anti attorney He Man. I can grab a He Man for. You know, at the most twenty dollars, you'd have to pay tax and shit. Um, and the faker, I mean, we still have them because we're still on wave five at our local Toys R Us. I mean, there's still a faker flopping around there. I saw it last time I was in there. Um, so there's three of them, and it's like, okay, well, you know, the transforming He Man might take a little bit. I've seen a couple of them online, um, and then the bronze statue one. But I'm looking at this, and it's like. To get the the other four, I could probably do that for about a hundred bucks. Yeah, and it's like that's a cool concept. 
But then what shelf are you going to put it on? You don't have any room. Well, that's what the, are you going to get rid of? If, if, if your collection is in flux, what are you looking at maybe changing? Well, I've said about the Legos, right? Like the, the Star Wars Lego. Like once upon a time, I was going to open them and display them all. And then which you still like, could do, which you'll have more room once you take them out of the box. Yeah, I, I could still do that. But there's a weird part of me that just hates opening stuff up like that. I don't, I'm, I'm weird, man. That's what I'm saying. You're not weird. There's lots of collectors exactly like you. When you buy something, you just don't open it because you I have, I have absolutely no, like, I'm not going to list them on eBay. I'm not going to go out and flip them. Like, I just, I don't have any desire to do any of that crap. I don't know what the swamp ninja dude for you. He'll flip them for you. But it's not that I don't, it's not that. Um, I don't want to take the time. Like, I mean, I sold my vintage He-Man collection on Kijiji. It took a little while, but you know, I know it can be done. Like if I listed that shit on Kijiji, I'm sure I could unload it and probably get a decent penny for it. But I just, for some reason, I, I don't want to. Right. It's, so that means you don't want to get rid of them, but you don't want like, so what do you want to do with them? But they're taking you up so open. much space. So you got to open them, and put them together. I just have to buy another shelf. So I just mentioned that, and you're like, no, no I can't do that. No. I'm like, well, I don't, get... I don't have the room for another shelf. That's the problem. Like you don't have a room. Everything... Like, you don't, you don't have a, a, like, you don't have a space I in a corner that's nothing there. There's I nothing there. I don't have there. a room. I don't have You don't a need a room. You don't have to have a room. You can just have a designated area. Well, like, it's air... be like, this is my corner. All right, I'm going to put a shelf up here, and this is where my shit's going to go. <laughs> I already have a big shelf in my corner. Well, just make your shelf uh, bigger then. Make this a is a big shelf. shelf. Like this shelf goes from the, the floor to the top and it takes, it takes a fair bit of space. Like it's, it's not a small little shelf. Like, well, I understand that, but like maybe you a just ton of shit on it. Maybe you just have to uh, tighten it up. Like put two or three, like hide some of those Legos, show your, well, they are show your vocal pieces. I've got, I'm three deep on some of the shelves. Like there's three different displays going on. One in, like lined up in front of the other. That's what I'm saying. How many Lego like, sets do you have? Like 20? I've got a few. I've got like 12 or 13. Okay. And some of them are big. Like I've got, like I've got a Millennium Falcon. I've got a, an AT-AT. Sorry, an AT-AT. Um, like I've got some of the big, like 150, $160 sets. Man, I'd be putting that shit together. Yeah. Yeah. I had... Put the glue on, glue it all, won't come <laughs> apart. I had thoughts of uh, building them with my son at one point, but then I saw how he took care of his own Legos. And yeah, but, like... but that's that's the thing. You, you put them together, but then they stay on the shelf. He don't touch them. That's not fair. Like, you can't have a, a – well, he's older now, but like when he was seven or eight, if I built like the Millennium Falcon and just put it on the shelf and said, you can't touch that. That's dad's. That's not fair. You can't do that. Sure it is. Don't touch my no. shit. No. Limitations, man. That, that would be tough. Whereas it's in the box, then I can just say, well, you know, I collect them in the box. Like that's just the way it is. Yeah. He doesn't even believe that now. He just thinks you're lazy and doesn't want to put them together. <laughs> no, he thinks I'm crazy. <laughs> it's probably even worse. Crazy, lazy, that's the same syllable. It's fine. 
like he's like he buys Lego sets sometimes. Like well, he used to. He doesn't buy as many now. But when he it's did, all their video games you know. now. Uh yeah, he's still into his. He still lugs his Transformers out. Man, he loves his Insecticons. That's good. Um, he's been balls deep into the SNES classic the last few days for some reason. The bug just bit him out of nowhere. Uh, he's probably watching some sort of YouTube channel. Probably. Mentioned it, and he's like, "Oh, going to watch." Dad has that. I'm going to go play it. He's been see. He's using your shit. Tell him no. <laughs> oh no, I'm, I I get a big smile on my face when I was like I was working today, and uh, the wife was out um, having dinner with her sister and a friend, and uh, well, she had Sundays he, off too. Yeah, yeah, the shop nice. the shop's not open on Sundays. Um, so I'm working at my desk here, and I can hear I can hear my son in the other room playing the the uh the super nintendo classic and he's playing punch out and i can hear him mocking like gabby J. he's like yay and it just brought like this big smile to my face because i can remember doing that as a kid yeah and it's just it's just funny and then you hear him like getting mad because he's like freaking yoshi i can't i can't stay on him and all this stuff <laughs> it's just it's so hilarious it's like, yep, you can't spin jump when you're on Yoshi, son. You have to jump. He's for some reason that's the only jump he'll do in Super Mario is the spin jump. It's like you can't do that when you're on Yoshi because that's how you jump off him. Yeah, you can jump off and land on, and then Yoshi smashes bricks. It's a trick. Yeah, exactly. Teach that boy. Teach him. So, well, I couldn't. I was working. So, and then I heard him firing up Zelda. And uh, lame. He's, a link to the past is not lame, sir. Um, yeah, it's lame. It's like I could hear him playing that, and then he kind of—it was funny—he kind of ran the the gauntlet there because he'd play a game for five seconds or ten seconds, and he'd die, and then he'd be like, "That's stupid," and then he'd try another one. That's stupid. <laughs> oh, he's got that from his dead. I hate this yep. game. Yep. Controller's not working. I'm pushing again, the button. It's not doing what I'm asking it to. Again, laughing my ass off because that was me, and. Uh, I just explained to him, I'm like, they don't hold your hand in those games. Like back in the day, like it was, it was legit. Like you, there was no tutorial. We talked about this one time. Like there's no tutorial. These games are unforgiving, man. Like they don't give a shit about your feelings. Nope. They just want to kill you. Destroy. Meme. And it's all patterns. Just memorize the patterns. Like Contra, that's all patterns. Eh, yes and no. Yes it and is. no. It's proven that it's patterns. It, it Now, it'll react different depending on where you move. But it's... Contra's not really a pattern game. For the bosses, yes. For the uh, getting through the uh, level, it's tough. Because the... when you walk back, things uh, regenerate, yes. shit like that. So... Punch-Out is complete patterns. Oh yeah, Punch Out's complete pattern, Pac-Man's patterns, Caterpillar or not Caterpillar, Centipede, Centipede, Millipede and Centipede, yeah, yeah, and Q-Bert. Solar Fox and Cubert and all that stuff. Yeah, that's all patterns. I get that. Yeah, but, which uh, like back in the day taught us some good lessons. Did it really, or just taught us how to memorize shit to get through? That's yeah, but that's a that's a good skill to have in school. Recognizing patterns and spatial awareness and shit. It's all good for you. But video games are bad. 
Yeah. You'll never make money doing video games. Uh... You do now. You make more money playing video games than you do working a real nine to fiver. Yep. But uh, yeah, I was just, he never really took to it before. Like he'd play it every now and then, but now he's, he likes Excite Bike. He's been playing that a bit. Yeah, Excitebike was the shit back in the day. Now That's you can play like uh, you can play like uh, Grand uh, Grand Prix. Now that's fun if you can get him into that. Get him into yeah, Mortal Kombat, man. Let him start ripping some spines out. I told him I'm like he doesn't. He's not a big fighter right now. He's not in, big into fighting games. But I'm like, there's the Mortal Kombat games. Like there's three of them on there. Just... Heck, throw Mortal Kombat 11 on. It's on Game Pass. Let him go play that and lodge. I'll watch him like split some skulls. Yeah, but it's the it's the novelty of using the old systems right now. Mm. He's all about the old systems right now. He was trying to play RoboCop. <laughs> Good luck. And Good uh, yeah, that's, luck. What, that's what I said. I'm like, I had that. Well, I didn't have it, but I'm like, I rented that game one time because I love the movie and I could not figure the damn game out. So good luck with that. Like, I can't help you because I never made it past the first level. Well, I've made it past, like, I got to level three, but, like, getting past Ed 209 is a feat in its own. Get past Ed 209, and then you have to get past, uh, what's his name? Uh, I can't remember who the second boss is. I'm trying to remember. But the second boss was just as bad as getting past Ed 209. (laughs) That game is unforgiving. Like, fucking unforgiving. Yeah. Like, I'm not even sure... Uh, why I loaded it on. I was, you remember I was at your house and we loaded a bunch of ROMs on there. I think it was just because it was some memory from being a kid when I rented it and I just wanted it on there. Yeah, I'm, uh, I'm currently, like I said, I've been playing that Persona 3 game. I probably about, I got about 25 hours into it. So that's been taking up some of my time. But then, you know, I'll, uh, I still jump it. Like they just put a new fighting game on game pass. So I grabbed that Jojo's bizarre adventure battle. All-star R, fucking 50 characters in it. I'm like, Oh, well, this will be a fun thing. And it's kind of interesting because it works on the 3d field too. So it's kind of like soul caliber. You have a, a 3d move button so you can like circle around them. So it's kind of like there's 3d arenas with like little interact. It's kind of, it's kind of a neat concept but all like hand-drawn 2D, 3D rendered animation. So it's really cool to play. It has a really mm. cool style. Right on. Mm. But yeah, no, I, like I said, like today I didn't, uh, I didn't uh, partake in any like rabbit holes per se of like toys, but I did come upstairs and I did redo my, uh, one of my shelves there and I moved some figures around and I got some of the, the Motu on display now. I got the Battle Cat opened, and he's on display. And then I got the the Lego Mega Constructs thing I built. I got that on display there now. And I got my Skeletor and He-Man and Hordak, She-Ra, Evil in Faker and He-Man and Anti-Turning He-Man up. I got Clamp Champ on a on a Wind Raider taking out a Horde Trooper. So and then I got the the spray paint art paint behind it. So that's kind of neat. Got the blue lights on. It's all glowy. It's great. You know what you should do is build a clamp champ army. Nope. <laughs> they have enough nope. of them at Toys R Us. Uh, I can't. I can't get. I'm like I. Uh, I got. I got clamp champ for five bucks, and I got Ram Man for five bucks. So that's the only reason they're here. 
Oh, I know. I'm just joking. Yeah. But uh I've been uh I've been looking at my uh my collection and through what I have. Still waiting for things for the Swamp Ninja to send down that I'm just been itching to get because I have that Jake the Snake Mo2 and I have the Bray Wyatt Mo2 figure. Those things are kind of up in price right now. So it'd be kind of neat to get them in, in, in the collection. And then I think I have a couple of Origin, or not Origin, uh, those Transformer cores. They just launched a new line. There's going to be a Grimlock one. So oh, uh, go. I'm going to grab a Grimlock, and I believe there's a Snarl one. So I might grab that too. Hmm. So that's what I've been kind of looking at. But then, of course, you know, McFarlane has been putting out some figs, and I've been looking at those. I got a wicked deal on Batwoman. Bat, oh, sorry, a Batwoman Beyond. Uh, it was on for 12 bucks. So I grabbed that. And then I still have a Wind Raider in box, which is kind of neat. Yeah, you might as well keep that one in box. Well, you maybe. The, you should put the boxed one in behind, like the. No, I got no room. No, I don't got the room. Uh, yeah. Um, I was, uh, just while we were talking here, I just happened to go on uh, eBay. And of course, I've got like a watch list, like most normal human beings. And on that watch list, I have the uh, the you know the DX um, from the from the Jack's Classic line that I've still want. Although you already have like five fucking figures of Shawn Michaels somewhere. No, but I don't (laughs) have the DX set, and it's got that little sticker on it that says Ringside Exclusives. Ooh, ooh. But uh, I'm just like, well, I've got, like, I've got the NWO, and I've got two dudes with attitudes, and it's like I should have DX, the original DX. Yeah. And it's twenty two percent off right now. On what Amazon? No, or eBay. They got the seller on eBay, and it's like in box and everything. Yeah, but I'm don't you like, got to pay like shipping and taxes? Yeah, you do. That's why you talk the person down. But I always work that into the final price. Like I don't, I always consider that as part of what I'm paying for it. But what I'm saying is, is that when you see somebody mark something down, that's like blood in the water to a shark, right? Then it's like, well, if he marked it down that, he'll surely mark it down another little bit. And then you can get like the taxes and the shipping worked into the price. Mm. that's just too much work but i enjoy that stuff i've told you that before i enjoy like haggling and and dealing and stuff because you can like everything's got a story with my collection like you kind of remember how you acquired it i'm st- I, again i'm a weird guy that's just like my card collection is again you're not weird there's other collectors like you you're not you're not an exception to the rule man you're just you just i'm you, special you, 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 you i'm get a snowflake it. No, you're not. No, you're not. Um, Like my card collection, as much as I love the cards in it, they have stories. Like I remember it's like, oh man, like this Ovechkin rookie. I remember I offered this guy $95. It's now worth $1,300. Like it's just, you kind of laugh to yourself about this stuff. And, you know, I can remember like some of them were really complicated deals that took a few days to complete. And it's just like, that's, that's cool. Like that's part of it for me. Yeah. 
it's the same for me. Like if I go out and I find something in the wild, yeah, it's a lot cooler than just ordering it online. No, I, I completely a, yeah, agree. That's another thing. Like part of your, like when you find something in the wild, it's kind of like, it's, it's just, it sounds really geeky, but it's really satisfying. Like it's cool. Like I actually found something that I would put in my collection and I didn't have to go online and find her. It was right here. And I didn't have to haggle. I didn't have to put in a bid. I didn't have to like sit there and like wait three weeks to see if it goes down. Found it in the wild. It was there. It was retail price, and away I went. But for us, that's, that's, that's what I like. That's especially a treat for us because we're so limited here. Like yeah, no, I often. I agree. It's yeah, it's it's a hard thing. But like, all you got to do is you just gotta you gotta look. You just got to go out and put yourself out there, I guess. But Yeah, but you go to the same store for two months straight and you're seeing the same stuff. And then it's like, oh, the shelves are full. There was a new shipment. Guess what? It's a shipment of the sh- same shit. We got a whole new box of Clamp Champ and Ram Mans put out on the shelf. Yeah. The, uh, the whatchamacallit uh the the wave system like the the way distribution works i don't understand why it's like this here in atlanta canada where we only get like wave one wave five and maybe we might get wave 11 maybe but like we get we don't get any of the other waves like it's just kind of strange like i haven't i i probably should i should probably try to take a trip up to summerside and check their toys r us and see if they have anything different because i'm thinking it might be it might be different by by city maybe there's it i don't know if it is by city like i have a feeling pei is just kind of it's all going to be the same but like i was watching this guy has a youtube channel and he goes into toys r us like every week i think and he does kind of a just a recap of what's in there he'll take his camera in and he'll take a look at the shelves and he says it too he's like there's certain figures that you're like swimming in and I think he's in Brantford or something like that in Ontario. Mm. And up there, like the Revelations line or the the New Eternia line or whatever it is, they're swimming in Shira and Hordak. And he even made the joke before he went in. He's like, I bet you I'm just going to find a bunch of Shira and Hordak. And he goes in and sure enough, there's like 10 of each. And Meanwhile, else. nothing here. Nothing here. And I'm just like, I'm laughing to myself and I'm like, you know, like Turbo would love to have one of those. He wouldn't be complaining about it. He'd love to have one of each. Yeah. I need a She-Ra and a Hordak in the Masterverse line. I do. Exactly. Anyone listening to this podcast, hook a brother up. But we're, you know, we're swimming in like um, uh, King Grayskull and uh, Savage He-Man. Like we've got a ton of those. Yeah, King Grayskull, Savage He-Man, Beast Man, and uh... now, there's only a, there's only like one or two Beast Man. That's, but I mean, if you like, if you take a look on top of the shelf where they keep kind of the extra supplies, there's like twenty King Grayskulls up there. It's like you got to get a King Grayskull. Get him. Not for fifty bucks. I'm not. Oh no, they're so expensive right now. I remember when thirty bucks used to buy you a decent toy. Not anymore. Got to spend at least a hundred. Well, I wouldn't go that far, but well, yeah. If you want to get like, like, there's a lot of mega figs that I want in the the McFarlane line. Eighty bucks for a figure, and but all it is still... is like two inches taller than what I have now. It's like but you can you can still get like the figures that you really like are still like thirty bucks. 
No, not really. Some of them have gone up in price, like because of uh, inflation. God bless it. Uh, yes, but everything is everything is like just fucking ridiculously priced right now. So it's funny when you like I was I was looking at a few vintage He-Man figures because I still I should never have sold the Merman, but I just didn't foresee that I was going to be collecting them. Um. But I was looking at one that was like still mint on the card and it was graded and everything. And there's a little, I love when you find the little price stickers on them. And this one was from like, I don't even know where it was from, but it was like, like KBL toys or something. Yeah. Something like that. And it was two ninety nine. It's like, Oh man. And then I was looking at, uh, um, there's a, there's a Facebook page uh, for a business in New Jersey and it's called the wrestling collector LLC. I don't know if you've seen it. Mm. It's an insane looking store. Like I would love to go there. So they have like a, a giant like magazine stand and they've got like old pro wrestling illustrateds and old WBF magazines. And they've got a ton of like LJN figures still in the, in the like still carded. And they've got the little Hasbro figures and they've got like, they've got loose and carded and all this stuff. And a lot of them still have the price tags on them. And it's funny, like you're looking at a, you know, like a Hulk Hogan, it's like four ninety nine. It's like, holy crap. But there's just, I don't know. It's just something about the packaging, man. Like I, I saw the Hogan and it's like, you know how I think of Hogan these days. Like, you know, when you grow up and you find out he was a complete asshole, it's like, I remember when I got that Hulk Hogan, it was my first LJN figure and I got it for Easter one year. And I remember going like to the couch and there was like a, and that's kind of funny, but I was like eight years old at the time, but there was a jean jacket on the couch and that was my Easter present. And, uh, cause all the cool kids were wearing jean jackets at the time. And I remember picking it up and I'm like, awesome. And when I picked it up underneath was the Hogan LJN figure. And I'm like, holy crap. Like I was so excited. I didn't expect it. Mm. And it was my very first figure. And it's just like you're see for some reason seeing. Well, your first wrestling figure, I'm assuming you had other figures. You probably would have had something else to play with. It was my first wrestling, my first yeah, LJN that's what I mean. wrestling figure. Yes. Yeah. That was the, that was the one that kicked it off. But it's funny because I had them all in a, in a bin and I would pick it up. And for some reason, like I'd be like, yeah, it's Hulk Hogan. Cool. But when I saw it in the package, that's what brought me back. Mm. And it's the same it's thing. First like, time opening it. Oh my yeah, God. Exactly. Like yeah. it's just part of it. And it's like incomplete without it for me with the memories. And then I, like I was, I saw Jake the snake in the package and I'm like, I remember as a kid that was like, cause there was like three or four of us that used to be LJN wrestlers cause we were hardcore into wrestling. And, uh, I remember that was the figure everybody wanted and we could not find it where we lived. It's, it was just one of those things. And I remember that's one of the figures that was in the consumer's catalog when I was visiting my grandmother here and I'm like, oh, sweet, I'm going to order this. I'm going to be the first one to have it. And I remember going there, like, it's, it's on back order, like everything else. And, uh, like, I just, I was like, oh, I could have had that. And then I remember we were in the States one year, like that same year for Chris, or for uh, summer vacation. And we went down to the States. And I remember the whole wall of them in this one store. I don't remember the store. 
but I remember a whole wall of them, of the LJN figures, and there was Jake the Snake. And I'm like, I'm going to get that, and I'm going to make these guys so jealous when I get home. But it's just little stories like that. Like, it's just funny. Yeah. But you need the package to, and the price tags remind you of, like, like I remember paying four ninety nine and three ninety nine for these figures when I was a kid. You know, you get like a like a five dollar allowance or whatever, and you know, two weeks you'd buy a figure. I always liked it when I got to go to the like when we got to go shopping with our parents. It was always hilarious because I remember it because I was the oldest, so that means I had to look after the other two while we were in the store. And uh, I remember it all the time where my my parents take us to Kmart and there was the Kmart foods and the Kmart department store. They're right next to each other. Yeah. And in between they had this little like door between them where you could go walk between the two stores. And I remember it because it would be like, uh, dad would get off work. Uh, they'd uh, like, he'd come home, he'd shower and then be like, okay, we got to go for groceries. And sometimes they'd take us other times they wouldn't. And what would happen is, is they would be like, okay, you kids can come with us. It's allowance week. You guys get some allowance. So you guys got to be good and you can't touch shit and you can't cause like no crying and no screaming and whatnot. And then they'd be like, okay, so we're leaving the house. You're going to, we're going to Kmart foods. And then the Kmart foods had that little restaurant in the back. And I remember my parents would take us there. They would sit us down. They'd order like two large fries. We'd split it between the three of us and they'd go <laughs> grocery shopping. And then they said, when you're done eating your fries, you can go to the toy section, but you can't go any further than that. And then I would have to sit there and rein the other two kids in and take them where they could go look at the toys they wanted to. And then wait till my parents were done grocery shopping and then come back into the toy store, the the department store and then say, okay, here's your allowance. What do you want? Because, you know, he's had an hour to figure it out. What do you want? And I remember distinctly, my younger brother was always the fucking last one to pick something because he was just so indecisive he used to drive me it's like i have my pick just pick what you're picking so we can go home so i can open this and play with it <laughs> like just fucking hurry up you little douchebag and awesome. but like i just remember that distinctly just like come on you little fart like just buy your turtle buy your fucking teenage mutant ninja turtle they've been looking at for the past 25 minutes him and han just make a decision <laughs> God, it used to drive me. And I'd be like, oh, that doesn't yeah. sound It doesn't sound like him at all. Oh, man, just used to drive me bananas. It'd be like, I should I get Splinter? Should I get Shredder? I'm like, I don't fucking care. I want to get my Duke. Let's go. <laughs> like, just like I remember it. He'd ask me, like, does it matter? I'm not playing with it. You are. You decide. But he had a shit ton of turtles. I wish I knew where they were all, all were. He's like, I'm pretty sure my parents just gave them away to some other kid or something. Oh, yeah. They didn't want to lug them around. But yeah, I would like I would love to have that collection right now. Money. The money in there. Yeah. Because he had everything. He had like he had the foot soldier, he had Baxter Stockman, Bebop Rocksteady, General Trag. Like he had some good toys. But like It annoys me that I unloaded my He-Man collection like literally about six months before the hobby exploded. Yeah. (laughs) Yep. And, and you remember left. I had it for like over a year and I couldn't get rid of it. Nobody wanted your shit. Nobody wa- yeah, like nobody it was pri- it was just priced too high and ugh. I mean What did you let like, it go for again? I can't remember. Like 3 300 750. Oh, that's not too bad then. Oh, I got paid. Like no question about it. I like I got paid, but 
it's it's probably worth like fourteen or fifteen hundred now. Like, yeah, but you didn't have like, did you have everything? You were missing stuff. Like, there's some things that were. You, I didn't have the complete a... collection, but I like every. I had forty four or forty five different character like figures, and they were all like in pretty good shape. Oh, I was good with my toys. Just just imagine how that would look on a shelf right now. Oh, oh, oh. oh I know, I know, oh. but I just. Like I needed the money for other things too. So namely cards, <laughs> like, don't get me wrong. Like that's seven fifty. I put it to good use. I, I got a card that I really, really wanted with it, but, uh, and I'm, and I'm glad I have the card. I'd probably rather the card than the collection. But what, what annoys me is the fact that I could have had the card and probably another card if I would have waited. Uh, then again, the card that I bought for seven fifty is probably worth about fourteen or fifteen hundred too. So I mean, you can look at it that way as well. But yeah, I just remember like I couldn't get rid of it, and I had it originally for like eleven hundred dollars. And I remember a guy messaging me, and he's like, "I'll give you seven fifty or something like that, or eight fifty. I can't remember what it was. No, it was six fifty. He offered me six fifty. She's like, no, man, that's like half of what I have it up for. So I let it sit there and I let it sit there and I marked it down to a thousand. And then the guy came back and said 550. And I'm like, fuck off. Like, no, I, I, I wasn't taking 650. I'm not taking 550. Don't be an idiot. Like, don't bother me with this shit. I might take your 650 now, but I'm not taking your 550. No, he pissed me off. I wasn't going to sell to him, even if he offered me. Well, yeah, I would have if he offered me a thousand, but you know what I mean? Like I was turned up, like I wasn't, I didn't want to sell to this douchebag. Yeah. So then finally this, this guy's like, oh, I'm definitely interested, but I'd have to, he's like, he lived, he lived in New Brunswick and he was wondering about shipping and all that stuff. And then I got like a shipping quote and it was like ridiculous. Cause I mean, I had like the castles, I had 45 figures. I had all the accessories. I was missing some random accessories for certain guys. I have no idea where they went. Cause I can remember keeping them all, but um, like for instance, like Roboto, how he had the three different hand accessories. And for some reason I was missing the ax, but I had the other two. It was weird. Um, but then I like I finally made a deal with him, like, you come and get it, and I'll knock off the price that it would cost you to cross the bridge and for gas and all that crap. So that's how I got the 750. Mm. And then he wanted my G.I. Joes as well. And how much you get for those? I got an extra hundred, but here's the thing about the G.I. Joes. Every single one of them, the elastic had rotted. Yeah, but those are O-rings. Those are cheap to fix. Yep. But guess what? Uh, yeah. I took apart my G.I. Joe figures hundreds of times when I was a kid. And I'd say about 90% of the, screw, the screws were all stripped. That, again, is a quick fix. It's just some screw tight, and that's it. Super, yep. super easy but fix. I didn't have the inclination to do any of that crap. And, I mean... I'd say about 40 or 50% of them, like they were missing the nuts, you know, how the midsection snaps off. There were some guys missing some thumbs. There were some guys missing some fingers. Like they were, they were in rough shape and it wasn't because I was hard on them. It was just because, you know, I played with them in water and stuff when I was a kid, like every other kid. And she, I Joe go swimming in the tunnel. <laughs> exactly. So over time stuff, 
just broke down. Like the plastic just broke down and, you know, and I, I was up front with them before I sold them. I'm like, they're, you know, they're not in great shape. Like there's probably about 10 guys that are what I would call even like mint. Yeah. And he's like, Oh, I'll, and I'm thinking to myself, I'm like, I'd probably take about 50, 75 bucks for them. And he's like, I'll give you an extra hundred. And I'm like, yep. <laughs> Done. Here you go. Yeah. So I ended up getting like eight fifty for everything. That's pretty good. Pretty good deal. Yeah. Again, like I didn't, like I didn't get robbed or anything. It's just that stuff would be worth so much right now. Yeah. But the thing is, is like the market's going to drop again. Like that's the thing. It just, it's, there's, it's so in flux right now. I don't because, know if like, will on vintage stuff. Uh, vintage stuff is getting like, it's, it's starting to go down in prices. Like some of the, some of the stuff is, is coming down. Like vintage transformers, a lot of vintage transformers are coming down in price. Like G1 Optimus Prime isn't like ridiculous anymore. It's, you know, you can get one for a good, you know, four or five hundred bucks now. Mm. You know, you're not paying like thirteen hundred or fifteen hundred. Now, mind you, if it was if it was if it was G1 mint in box, yeah, for sure. But like a, a loose figure isn't running you a grand anymore. It's you know, you're, you're, you can get a decent one. You could get a decent, even a reissue now for maybe 150, 200 bucks. Whereas yeah. before it was like four or 500. So like the vintage stuff may hold tight, but like, like the, the stuff, the, the more recent stuff, well, that's fluctuating. Like, you know, my, uh, when I first was looking at the, the Jake, the snake Motu that I have that I'm waiting to get in, like, you know, that was up to about 150, 200 bucks a couple weeks ago. Now it's down to like 80. Like, so it, it fluctuates. Like, I mean, like the, tra- like the transforming He-Man, like the transforming He-Man in box, uh, unpunched is, you know, like, uh, you know, you might get 60, 70 bucks for it. If that. Yeah. You want that uh, Undertaker scare glow. That's what you want. Yeah. Good fucking luck trying it's to find hundred. this. It's a hundo. At least a hundred. Anytime. I've I, seen it. I don't like you. Here's, here's the thing. Here's the thing. And this is just the way I like, this is my weird collecting, I guess. Is if I'm paying a hundred dollars, like it better, like it better do something cool. And unfortunately, Scare Glow just stands there and glows, so it's not super cool for cool enough for me to pay a hundred bucks. Yeah, but it's the Undertaker. Yeah, but it's like I have a like I love the Undertaker, but like the it's Undertaker now, it's it's, it's Undertaker. Meh, I don't know. It's your two favorite characters in two different lines come together. Yeah. If I, you know what, if I can, if I came across, like if, if fish called me up today and said, Hey, I found one loose $65. I'd be like, yeah, grab it. But like, I wouldn't, <laughs> like, I wouldn't be like, Oh my God, I have to have, like, I ca- I have to have it. Like get, get it no matter what, what the, cr- the price is. Like, that's not me. Um, you know, I, I every it. now and then he'll shoot me a message. Like, I mean, like, uh, that's how I got the battle cat. He shoots me a message and he influences me the dick um swamp ninja sends shit and then i end up spending 20 or 30 bucks on amazon for no particular reason other than to put another piece of plastic on my shelf um but yeah, yeah but it's your hobby you yeah i have a, i have a, i have a couple hobbies <laughs> some some people collect stamps you know like oh yeah like i collect dolls it's great um like f- for me right now it's like as I've said many times, like the hockey card market or the sports card market in general is just ridiculous. So it's like, I got to scratch that itch somehow. 
I was looking at maybe because uh, AEW has these sets out where you can get like they're they're kind of like have exclusive cards like one of ones, uh, ring canvas signed that type of stuff in the cards. You know, I'm kind of looking at those and going like that'd be kind of interesting because I love wrestling. Yeah, you know, I I could probably get into that, but then I'm like, no, I don't need to. It's just not another door I need to open because right now I'm like. I got the McFarlane figures. Uh, I'm kind of into the like the origin stuff, but like with the origin, I'm not trying to collect all, all the wave. I'm just trying to collect the stuff I think is really super cool. So I would like to get a origin scare glow. I'd like to get one of those. I yeah. would love love to get maybe a trap jaw because I don't have trap jaw. So I'm trying to get my hands on maybe a scare glow and a trap jaw, and then. I'm trying to think what else I want, like the Masterverse line. The only thing I want to get out of the Masterverse line is the Hordak and the She-Ra, but they're deluxe figures, so they're 50 bucks a pop. They're swimming in those in Brantford. Yeah, so I may, I may have to, <laughs> I may have to make a call up to the the Swamp Ninja and see if he can Your finagle a couple for me. I mean, he's got his Frogmongers coming. He got three of them. I don't know if he's willing to part with one for me because that's like one of those exclusive figures. So those are kind of neat. He got them for retail so i'm wondering if he'll uh allow me to purchase one from for retail from him we'll see um probably not i think he picked them up for another two of his buddies so so that's fine he i think he said when we're on the last podcast with him he said that he's got one for himself and because he's got the secrets of grayskull pack too and that yeah he does yeah that motif um but he said that he's going to keep one for sure because he's going to use it to flip for yeah. like any other exclusives that come along. Well, that or he'll sell it and try to use that money towards the new Storm collectible that comes out for his Street Fighter or whatever he's into. <laughs> It'll be either a Zangief or another King or an Armor King or something. That's but what see, he's that's into. The thing. Like, he's in that position where he's he can flip stuff pretty easy. Like, well, when, when you are, live in a big city, yeah. Exactly. We are, it's just not as easy. But, uh, yeah, um, I was going to make a point and I completely forget what it is. That happens a lot. Yeah, it does. <laughs> it happens a lot more when you get older. That's why you smoke dope. You don't forget anything. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I don't know what it was. It was something to do with the origins when you were talking about. Uh, oh, are you like? Are you like? I'm assuming you're probably looking at a couple of other origin figures. You mentioned Clawful the last time. Yeah, no, it wasn't. It wasn't for me. It was a suggestion for you, but I can't remember what it was. Trying to make me spend more money, eh? Yeah, well, <laughs> what can you do? Can't take it with me. Nope. Oh, it was, a, I know what it was now. It was when you were talking about the wrestling cards. So like it's, it's crazy. Signed wrestling cards for some reason are extremely rare. Um, mm-hmm. I would love to get a Mr. Perfect, like something signed by Mr. Perfect. I don't care what it is, but the lowest I've seen anything signed by him is like a thousand dollars. It's like ridiculous. Um, I would love to have like one of those Hasbro figures carded signed by him, but it's like $1,200. And then I was looking at wrestling cards and I'm like, okay, well, I mean, you know, there's the, the ones that, you know, some of them sign in that and I get it. He's dead, 
but it's a thousand dollars minimum just to get anything with his autograph on it. But he's dead. That's why. It's like you're going to spend a minimum, probably of like anywhere between five to seven hundred, a thousand for like I can't a really even good. Find it. I can't find it for five or seven. I'm not like I know I'm not going to find it for one hundred and fifty dollars, but a thousand dollars, like. There's plenty of hockey players that are dead. Like Gordie Howe, one of the greatest hockey players of all time. He's dead. You're not paying $1,000 minimum for his autograph on a card. You're just not. It's like... Because mm-hmm. nobody cares about Gordie Howe. Gordie Howe sucked. <laughs> <laughs> yes. But that's what, that's what I'm saying. Like, there's plenty of hockey players that are dead. Yeah, but they're, they're, they came in, like, they came up in that era of junk card, right? Where they were just overproduced and over, Howe you know, oversaturated. Uh, they when did, they didn't sign a shit ton of stuff, like anything that's signed is limited edition. They're not going to sit there and sign like ten thousand cards. Yeah, like it's still. Limited. Well, we don't. Well, I mean, back then they didn't like. Oh, like I mean, what were the card companies? OPG and Fleer. Uh oh, yeah, there's a ton of them. Well, I mean, back then when Gordy Howe was, there wasn't a ton oh, of hockey no, there cards. Was just, no, there was. I think it was, was like OPG two and tops. Yeah, just OPG yeah. and tops. So like, you know, those are, and again, like you said, they they were the only two companies, which means they just kept making cards. So you were saying like, there's probably tons of cards out there, but like you said, it's rare to sign because that wasn't a thing back then. No. Like autographs are kind of a newer, more of an, uh, like a eighties, nineties thing where you got things signed and things were worth things. Yeah. Wasn't just wasn't like, then. I've got a, I've got a few pieces of wrestling memorabilia signed but i don't have mr perfects yeah you have a you you what do you have you have a signed uh pwi i've got a a bret hart signed uh, wbf magazine from back in the 80s i've got a what do you uh, think that's worth right now i don't know because people pay less for in-person autographs did he say did he personalize it to al from no Oh, well, that's good. Personalized ones suck. What frustrates me is that the magazine is like 80s. Like, I think it's from 88 or 87 or something like that. Mm-hmm. And it's a picture of the original Heart Foundation. I didn't have any magazines with just him. Yeah. Because uh, I looked before I left and I'm like, okay, this is the closest I've got. Plus, it's from the 80s. That's really cool. So I took it and I got him to sign it. And then, like, the following year, Jim the Anvil Nightheart was doing a wrestling event here. And I'm like, oh, yes, I'm going to get him to sign it as well. And I'm going to have them both on there. My favorite tag team of all time. This is awesome. And I couldn't get anyone to go with me. And it's like, I could go to this thing by myself, but that's kind of lame and boring. So I didn't go. And then I'm thinking, hopefully he'll come back. And then he kind of died. So it's, I'll always look at that and remember, like, I should have got that signed by him when he was here. And not just for, like, I wouldn't have sold it. It was just one of those things that I would have loved to have had the two of them. But You got to uh, get that thing framed, put it in a nice frame, put it on the wall. Yeah, it's in good condition, too. Like, you've seen my comics, like, I keep that stuff in good condition. And, uh, yeah, I got to do something with it. But uh, I have that. I have a shirt signed by Rob Van Dam. TWFS. And uh, I have, uh, it was pretty cool, a buddy of mine that when I, uh, when I lived in Kitchener, um, he 
worked with a different company and he went on business trips all the time. And he just happened to go to Pittsburgh this one time. And he messaged me while he was there and he's like, guess who I'm having a drink with? And I'm like, okay, you're in Pittsburgh. So like, don't tell me it's like Mario or somebody. And he messages back and he's like, no, Kurt Angle's cousin. And I'm like, yeah, right. Who cares? Who cares? But he said that he was talking to talking to her and he told her that I was a huge fan. And I was at the time. I love Kurt Angle. Um, and he's like, she's going to, she's going to get him to send, to send you something. And I'm just kind of laughing. And I'm like, yeah, whatever. Like, you know, and he was three sheets to the wind when he, when, when I was talking to him and that. And uh, sure enough, like, I don't know, a month later, I received this, you know, like the professional uh, photographs that you get, that you buy. Yeah, the 8x10s, yeah, the 8x10s. Yeah. Yeah. I got one of those in the mail, and it's it was personalized. It's personalized. It says, you know, to Al, heard you were a big fan. Um, something like, I heard you, with, you heard you were a big fan. I hope it's true. And then It's damn it. true, yeah. Yeah, so really cool. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I got that, and I think that's it. But no uh, more signed yeah, memorabilia. But I, man, I'm yeah, I'm missing that headache. Oh man, I wish I still had my signed. Uh, I had a Guy Lafleur Nordiques hat signed. Wish still had it. That'd be pretty cool. Yeah, it would be pretty cool. But that was back when I was into hockey. Not so much anymore. So I was telling you. Remember when one of the one of the podcasts we were talking about, I was telling you about my boss, how he's like, he's even weirder than me with collecting. So he has <clears throat> almost the entire like blue back run of the Mattel wrestling figures still yeah. in package. Um, and we took the Bret Hart of that and got it signed for him when we went to that wrestling event. So he's got a mint on card Bret Hart Mattel figure signed. Yeah, it's some coin. I bet you that's probably, you probably get about eight or 900 bucks for that. Easy. Uh, I don't know. Bret Hart's not as well loved anymore, right? Hennig's going for a thousand. Yeah, but it's Mr. Perfect and he's dead. Bret's not dead yet. Not yet. His soul is. I'm shocked he wasn't back at the Rumble. The Rumble just happened and there's no, no legends or anything. No, I I didn't want him. I didn't want him to like, uh, to wrestle (laughs) dummy. Like even just. You know what I mean? Like sometimes they'll have like the a backstage segment with a bunch of legends kicking around or like nothing. This this rumble, mind you, fantastic rumble. Great to watch. Four and a half hours, little much, but uh yeah, it was uh it was fantastic to watch. There's a lot there's a lot of highlights, a lot of lowlights. Uh that episode of Rumble will be coming out now hopefully next week. If you guys want to tune in for that, if there's anyone listening, me and the Buckshot uh, Laureate were uh had a little chat about that. That was fun. But yeah, it was. Uh, I was just shocked that there was no real big legends segment. I mean, like, you know, you saw a couple people in the back, like you know, Beth Phoenix and Edge showed up, and you know, that sort of thing. But like, no, uh, no alum, no real big alumni. Like you well, didn't they, see Taker or anything. Didn't they save that for like the thirtieth Raw or whatever? The thirty years. The thirtieth Raw. Raw sucked. I heard it, was, it did. Sucked. It was. I didn't like, watch it. it. It was booked horribly. It was, it was just like a lot of fan. Like, don't get me wrong. I, I'm all about you know giving back to the fans and fan service. But like, you still have to make your program somewhat 
still read to go into the next episode. Like it's supposed to be episodic television, but nothing really got like started or finished or anything. But like, yeah, it was just kind of like fodder uh, filler episode, which was kind of a disappointing. Like I'm well, not even guess... looking. Like I'm not Sorry, even looking what? forward. To, I'm not even looking forward to WrestleMania. Like I mean, I am because you know there's going to be some big things happen. Like obviously Roman's finally going to lose a championship. Cody Rhodes is going to be a champion. Well, they're um, saying Steve Austin might wrestle. Steve Austin is not wrestling. He didn't wrestle at the last one. It was a segment between him and Owens and he stunned Owens. It wasn't like a wrestling match. It was just a <laughs> squash. Like, don't get me wrong Steve. We love you. We get it. But like, you're, you got two bad knees and a, a bad stack of dimes for an neck. You can't really do a whole lot anymore. As much as I would love to see it, you can't you, like, you can barely get your leg up to kick the buddy in the, in the stomach for the stunner. Like he kicked a, he kicked Vince in the nuts the last time he did it. Exactly. Like he just can't get his, you know, he's old. Like, fuck man. I can't even get my foot up that high and I'm not as old as he is. So <laughs> like, I, I don't think you ever could get your foot up that high. So that's not true. I could, when I was, when I was, you know, about 20 pounds later and I did, I worked out, I could, I want to see now. I want to see Michaels, Austin, and Bret Hart in a triple threat match. Yeah, and just watch somebody's head fall off. That's what we need. <laughs> Vince McMahon does a run. Brett will have a stroke. Brett will have a stroke in the ring. Austin will, like, fall and probably hurt his knee, or, like, he'll jump off the rope and blow his knee out. And then Michaels, he'll probably, you know, go back. He'll j- jump off the wagon and do a line of coke just so he can get through the match. His eye so. will fall out. <laughs> Man, his hair. His hair, I can't get over. Just, just let it go, man. Just let it go. Yeah, it, it does look bad. Just shave like, it off, dude. Just like you, you, you're like it's wispies. It's baby hair now. Just, just, just cut it off. Just like shave your head bald. You did it. It was fine. You can just wear a hat. No one will notice. Like, you know, Kevin Smith has that hat where you can put the hair that's built into it. So if you want to have long hair, you just wear a hat, and then has like a built-in mullet. <laughs> like, just, just do that. Would look way better than what's going on right now. <laughs> like i don't yeah it's he's holding on to some weird legacy like dude like your wife's hot like you were you know you were the sexy boy like just it, it's time to let it go like you're you're 55 you're almost 60 oh he is 60 i'm pretty sure he is 60 years old like I can't, triple h is like 55 i think and like triple h is done he's got a pacemaker in his heart now like in his chest he can't wrestle again he's got a zipper He's got the old zipper scar. Yep. It's weird because that's kind of the guy that took the best care of himself out of like the the click. It's insane. Yeah, he's 57 years old, Shawn Michaels. 57. Yeah, that's what I, I said. He was fucking, near 60. Fucking like, it's gross. okay that you're going bald, man. Like, it's all good. Like, like, don't get me wrong. Like, I mean, Brett, he's 65. He's still got a luxurious head of hair. It's just gray. <laughs> Right, like I mean, I maybe maybe it's like just a luxurious head of head of hair, and like Taker's fifty seven, and uh, well, Taker's Ooh, bald Taker's too. pretty wi- Taker's yeah, Taker's pretty bald. wispy. Yeah, pretty Taker wispy. Taker doesn't have any hair anymore. He show he he cuts it back. He makes it look you know nice and high and tight now. Um, he shaves out where it's bad, so it doesn't look so bad. So it's great. Um, <laughs> he's a smart man. He's a smart man. But uh, yeah, man, hey, I like fuck. I mean, like, I'm 45, and I got a big old bald spot now. Big one. 
I'm just like Wish. contemplating to do. I just, I'm just going to shave it off eventually. I probably got another year left and then I'll probably just shave her off and not worry about it anymore. Just, <laughs> just bite the, bite the bullet and just go straight to the skin, right to the when wood, I'm, bud. Right when to the I'm wood. 50, it's going to the wood. You're going to hold on for that long. You're going to hold on for another five years. Here's gonna, the thing. Just hold on. This, You're just holding on, Al. Just I've had the on. same. I've had the same hair for about six or seven years now. So yeah. it was like as long as the front doesn't go, I can still I can still do stuff. <laughs> so when you when's your comb? Are you going to grow a comb over? Do the wisp like grow it so long in the front you can pull it around to the back and comb that's it forward? What, that's what I do. I slick it back. Oh dear, dear. No, I'm just like, I'm just spotty. Like I got, like I'm thin in the, the middle and then at the back I have a bald spot, but it's like kind of patchy. But if I let my hair grow long, it doesn't look so bad in the back. Cause when I slick it back, it covers it right up. Well, but that's what you should do. No, I'm not letting my hair grow long. It's just fucking, it's too, just, I can't do it. <laughs> I'm not, do I'm not, Donald. I'm not 30 years Don- old anymore. I'm going to do the yeah. Donald Trump. <laughs> yeah. Well, paint yourself orange and away you go. That's right. Just a big old fucking Cheeto with a comb over. Yep. And billions of dollars. Not billions of dollars. Millions. Millions of dollars, not billions. <laughs> um, moving right along. Uh, <laughs> I just want a Mr. Perfect Hasbro figure in the pack. It doesn't even have to be signed. You're still oh, looking at five or six hundred bucks. Yeah, but then you'd have it. Well, you have a Kurt Henning in the in the box, don't you? You have a, fi- a Kurt Henning figure. I have two. Figure. I have two yeah. with the, the Jax ones. No, oh, what do you want? An LJN or do you want the Hasbro? Oh, you, there, there was no LJN. I thought there was. Make, oh no, that's they right. They didn't. One. No. So what Stop. do you want? A Hasbro? I do. Which which one? Like, the, did he was he the only in the blue one. back? The cheapest one. I don't care. Because I think there's two different versions. I think he's in the yellow, and I think he's in the blue. Yeah. I don't care which one it is. And I still need... There's still a Jax version I need. I have the one with just the towel, but there's the one with the intercontinental belt and the towel. Mm. And he's wearing a black... I'm not a huge fan of the deluxe ones. He has a deluxe one too, but... I don't know. I just don't really like the look of it that much, so... But yeah, that DX one, I, I don't know. I'm thinking if it's still, well, it's still going to be there. No one's going to pay what he's still asking for it. But I'm thinking when payday rolls around, I might just lowball him and see what happens. Just like the. No harm in asking, right? All you can do is ask. I just might lowball the piss out of it. You might get it. See what happens. It's been there for a good seven or eight months. Like, it's not going anywhere. Now he's finally marking it down. So, you know, he's he's getting desperate. So which figure was it again? It's the DX. Oh, the um, DX series. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The DX tag. It's the deluxe for, like, they have, like, the the soft goods. Ooh. You get to dress them up with your dolls. I don't care about that. I don't even open it. But I'm just saying, like, when they come with those that stuff, you know, it's kind of a more... Like it's not just your basic figure. Yeah. So are you gonna are you gonna open your your GI Joes? When do those get open and posed? Uh, I was looking at them tonight, and I'm just like, I should open those soon. 
And it's like, but if I end up like those stupid bats, like I was going to mention this when I was talking about the He-Man, like that red crimson bats coming out in a few months. Mm -hmm. And the one at Toys R Us is still there. Yeah. The, uh, the comic book version, the the Python, yeah, the snake Island Python patrol. It's like the three of them together. would be pretty friggin' cool. Yep. All posed up, change the arms on them. Make sure the hologram gets a nice like look on the front. Oh yeah, oh yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'm hoping they'll mark them down at Toys R Us soon. Oh, man, they don't mark things like they down like they used to. They Most of it goes they down. Had it down to, they had it down to thirty eight bucks a couple of weeks ago, and I was thinking about it. Yeah, I have I have a gift certificate, so. Oh yeah. I was thinking about it. Well, it's free money. It's not your money. It's it's what somebody gave you to spend there. Exactly. But I was Gotta just get the best waiting. bang for your buck. I was waiting to see if they got anything new. <laughs> yeah, that's true. It's it's kind of frustrating. Like I said, being a collector on Prince Edward Island is not fun. Because we have scalpers too, and they do the exact same thing like everywhere else, where they they don't have anything better to do than go to the toy store. They're there yeah, like every day. And they buy like 10 or 15. Yep. Like we have. Like, as you told, um, as you told Ninja, like you and I, our main place that we got to look is secondary market. Yeah. It's secondary market or you're going online to like shops that you're going to pay shipping for. Like luckily Amazon had a deal on where I, like I said, like I, I lucked out in the past two Amazon orders. I got the wind Raider. Um, I got the, the mega constructs, I got battle cast, uh, well, two wind raiders. So I got two wind raiders for the price of one, which was great. Uh, the battle cat was 13 bucks. The mega constructs was regular 30. I got it for 12 99. That's a nice the, little set. I saw it's, that. it's not, it's pretty funny. I'm like, I, I laugh at the mecha neck figure because it's got the big long, like you can, take the neck pieces off and make him normal. I'm like, nope, I'm making him creepy. He's just going to have his big old long neck extended. Old creepy mecha neck. He's just a peeping Tom. He's just a peeping Tom, man. That's all it is. Yeah. He's just creepy. He does recognizance for them. Recon. (laughs) He's recon. Mecha neck, the recon specialist. In other words, he just stares at you. (laughs) (laughs) I always, I always laughed at, I always laughed at mecha neck because it was just such a, weird power to have i can stretch my neck it's not that it's it's better than some of them i don't know man like snout spouts better than mecha neck when you think about it but i mean moss man like what is, what does he do well whatever he well, does he's doing it right now like no moss man was like like you have to get into the the whole mythos of his character like he's basically mother nature essentially he's just the, but that the, wasn't the male version of it then. That wasn't his story uh, back then. It kind of was. kind of was. If his you go story, back and you look at his, his, his original story, story. His original story, like when we were kids, was he was the master of camouflage. His whole shtick was that he could he could disappear into the... Well, he was the, the heroic form. spy and master of camouflage. So he was a spy. That's that was his story. He was a heroic spy and master of camouflage in 1985. That's what says on the back of his, the back of his card. All he was was a friggin' beast man palette swap. Yeah, he's just green beast man. 
Not not so much now. They actually changed them up a little bit. Yes. Which is kind of it's kind of like I like I like some of the newer figures when they retcon them and kind of change up their story. Oh, like yeah. I love the whole They're like cool. the whole the whole multiverse thing kind of gets gets to me a little bit because like everyone has a multiverse now. Like DC really was the one who started the multiverse back when it was like Crisis on Infinite Earths. That was the thing, the original uh, Crisis of Infinite Earths, and then all of a sudden you know then Marvel did it and Marvel did it better. Obviously, they made, they made their story more more less convoluted than dc because it got fucking out there it got a little weird but like i lo- like that's basically uh me reading a elsewhere elseworlds slash multiverse story started my collecting and it's just like and that's the thing now like when i read comics my comic book uh taste now is kind of gearing towards cartoons i watched in the 80s because i never got into the comics when i was a kid i was like i i I had like a few gi joe comics a couple transformer comics but like i was big into uh the x-men and uh there's this group called power pack that i was huge into that was a a marvel line what it was was these these kid this family of kids called uh the powers um they have the, they, uh, an alien ship came down, they found this ship and they were given powers. And these kids were only like 15, 11, nine, six. And the six year old had the most destructive path power. Like she could disintegrate things with a touch to use it, to shoot out energy. And like, she would just go around and just start like getting rid of furniture <laughs> because she didn't like it. Like it was a funny story to read. And it was, it was great. And that's what I was into back when I was, you know, 12 or 13 years old. And then as like, I grew up, as I got older, my comic taste changed. And then I got into Spawn and then I got into more to the darker stuff like Batman and, you know, like Joker and Riddler. Like I really got into the DC side of things because they're, they're darker and harsher. Um, And then as I got older now, like I'm here, I am, you know, 45 years old and I'm still going out and buying comic books, but I'm buying the ones that are like, adult oriented they're called black label comics where they're more adult stories more adult content more nudity. great stories more nudity no not even that it was just more like you know like um like they changed the story of like i'm i read this series called uh harleen criminal or no was it yeah harleen criminal sanity and her whole uh mythos has changed this takes place in a in a world where harley quinn isn't uh joker's main squeeze she isn't psychotic she grew up in gotham she became a forensic psychologist and she's actually hunting the joker because the joker killed her roommate and she found the body and that's uh, amazing things like that like it's it's great great story but yeah so that's what I like. That's and then when I get into that type of thing, you go online and you're like, "Oh, there's a figure of Harleen from the Criminal Sanity line." Oh, there's a like the Joker is like this serial killer. He's not like as as uh, psychotic and off the wall and using like Smilex and stuff like that. It's it's more of a you know he's he 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 was abused as a child and created this persona of him wearing face paint. And he's like a super tech guy, genius, and he basically uses this to find his prey and kill them. And it's just mind-boggling to read. 
you've always been into those because I remember you were saying how one of the figures you really want to get classics line is um, if Adora never left the horde. Yeah, Despera. If I could, Despera, yeah, if I could find yeah. a Despera. Fuck, man, those expensive. Yeah. Like cool three, figure. four, it's a cool concept. Yeah, three, four hundred dollar figure, and I'm like, mm, nope, not today. But yeah, and like, like we were saying, like the whole reason why we get into this stuff is like, you know, when you're stuck in the house and you can't go out and do anything because it's minus fifty. <laughs> Fuck, it's yeah, uh, it's what you do. That was crazy. Coldest it's been in what forty years, forty, fifty Nin- years, something like that. Nineteen eighty four, I think it said. So like, that's, that's crazy right there. And, uh, yeah, living in a, living in a farmhouse if minus 50 is, uh, it's interesting. I was going to ask you about that. You must've had the old wood stoves going. I don't have a wood stove. Oh, you you must've had something going. I just had my, my furnace burning oil like a motherfucker. I can't wait for it. Can't wait for that to, to refill. It's going to be another grand. Yep. At least. Uh, it's a grand. Uh, I've, already, I've already gone through it. I've already filled the tank once already. So oh, it's a grand. Oh, damn. Yep. Yeah. But I mean, even, even having the heat, even having the heat pump going, man, it's fucking. So I had the heat pump going and then the, the furnace going, but like I even, so yeah, I, I was pissed yesterday. It was hilarious. Lindsay got, Lindsay laughed at me, but I got so fucking upset because I was just like, I, I came downstairs to, to take a shower, went into the room and the fucking water wouldn't turn on. So I had frozen pipes in pipes the frozen, one bathroom, yeah. just in the one, in the one bathroom. And the only reason being is because when they put the bathroom there, it's on the, it's right on the outside of the building. So because the building's so cold, it froze right at the tap. It didn't freeze like the whole pipe just at the tap. So when I turned the tap on, nothing would come through. So I had to <laughs> shut my door and there's this little heater and I had to run that. So I had to run this electric heater to fucking get my uh, water out. to finally to thaw it out. But it took a whole day to, to, to thaw the line. Yeah, I was thinking about you in the cold of the, of the farmhouse. But uh, it was, actually, it wasn't too bad. It was just more of the water pissed me off. Like, I mean, I'm sitting here in, my, in the studio here now. <laughs> sitting here in the studio now. I mean, like, it's not cold. I mean, it was yesterday when the wind... Because I'm out here way... I got no no protection i don't have any trees around my area i'm wide open in a field so when that wind blows it goes right into the house mm-hmm. and we had the wind yesterday and i was up here in the, in the uh, the studio in the toy room and i had to put on two pairs of socks because the floor was so cold i was just like wow this is interesting but uh, other than that it wasn't too bad the, some, uh, there'd be there'd be some drafty areas in there i'd imagine it's actually not that bad it's not drafts it's just because the house is old it just it just holds it holds the cold and like because they're the way the house is made where there's no no uh heat source upstairs it just other than the ho- holes cutting the floor to let the forced air push yep. the the air up like it all all the forced air does it doesn't heat upstairs it just takes the chill out of the air that's it like it doesn't it doesn't warm you by any means so you need to get a propane stove up there sir i'm not getting a propane stove yeah propane stove upstairs like why i have no there'd be no way to put it in no way to install it or not sorry like a like a portable propane heater i have one it don't do shit 
that don't do nothing. I have an electric one, like electric uh, heater that you plug in that heat up. It'll do the bedroom. It takes, again, it just takes the chill out of the air. That's how cold it is in here. It just takes it out. It's comfortable now. It's like, oh, I'm not dying. I'm not, I can feel my toes. It's okay. But like that first night I came out here, uh, the first night we slept out here was in April and it was fucking cold. And we, uh, the kids were all uh, excited because we moved out here and we got the rooms all set up. It was about like, I think it was like the first week we were out here and I had the week off and we were just like getting the house ready, like doing the final painting and whatnot and setting up the new beds and getting the kids comfortable. And they're like, can we sleep out here? And we were like, well, fuck it. We can, we still have the old place. Like we had the other place for another couple weeks, but like, they're like, they really wanted to just see what it was like sleeping out here. And I get it. It's exciting and whatnot. And we're like, yeah, we can do it. So we slept out that night and I was like, <laughs> like I wasn't, we weren't prepared for how cold it got at night. <laughs> and it was just like, I'm like, I was sleeping in bed and like Lindsay was sleeping next to me and she was like, she said something. I'm like, I'm like, yeah. And she goes, it's fucking cold. And I'm like, you think? Cause like we weren't ready. We didn't have enough blankets and whatnot. Cause we were like, we we're thinking we're living in the city. We're living in our little tiny apartment. No, it was, you know, we had one little thin blanket and I'm just like, my teeth were chattering at night. And I was like, well, I just slept in clothes. I was like, I got up and I got dressed, put a sweater on. I'm like, okay, I'll be all right here in a second. But like you go downstairs, downstairs is fine. It's just the upstairs. It just is, is cold. It's hilarious. But yeah, it was, it was fucking cold. It was cold. Like minus 50 was just too cold. I'm shocked they didn't cancel school that day. Like when they were talking about uh, it dropping, they usually cancel school so quickly. And I mean, it was even dirty in the morning, but they didn't. It was hilarious. Yeah, I was, I was surprised by that too, because that's one of those things as a kid. Um. Like, cause you always, you know, you so often say like there would have been school today if, you know, if this was back in my day and, uh, they literally canceled school a couple of weeks prior because of what was in the forecast. And it never really happened until like after the school day was done, Yeah, could have easily went to school. But I do remember as a kid that school was canceled a couple of times because of extreme cold. Oh yeah, like if it went down, to, if it was below minus thirty, they would uh, they would cancel school back when we were going to school. But like it was like, mind you, it wasn't that cold. It, like the 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 cold didn't start until about three four in the afternoon. That's when the wind started to pick up, and I was like, we can't. And when I came home, I was just like, came in the house, and I'm like, all right, it's fucking cold out there. There were, then, I like the where I work, um, like where I work in the house here. I I kind of overlooked the front yard. There were before, like before my son got home, um, there was a little bit of snow squalling going on. Like, there oh was yeah, some falling snow, but the snow that was on the ground was blowing around. Like, oh, you yeah. could have made an argument to cancel school. Oh well, out my way, like where I'm at, because it's all open fields, barely any trees, other than when you get, you know, into the thick of it, out, out a little further. But like where we're at, it's just wide open. So it was just like. Coming up my driveway was just like, yeah, you can't see. We we're just like, where do we turn? Oh, there's the house. We can see the house now. Cause it was, it was like almost like whiteout conditions out here. So it was, it was interesting for sure. It's going to be an interesting, I'm, I can't wait for summer. I know that. I know I got a shit ton to do in the spring. I got so much I got to fix around here. Fuck. Being an adult sucks, man. Yeah. That's yeah, why I like coming up to my toy room. That's why I like coming up to my toy room. Forget about it for a little bit. Yeah, it's, it's definitely part of it. 
I definitely like that's why I you guys always make fun of me, but that's like eighties music is like on repeat when I'm working because it just it does it makes me like it takes me to a happier place and it's like I can get through this <laughs> bullshit. Oh my god, it's not that bad. It's not oh, that bad. No, you don't understand. I do understand. <laughs> you don't get it. I do get it. I live it too, man. We all do. Or all all the, it's all in all the grind. The dream. Somebody else's, not mine. I keep saying that. Actually, yeah. no. Life is life is pretty good. I, I could be like, I could. It could be worse. I could be one of the guys. Uh, I could be homeless trying to survive that minus fifty. True. No thanks. No thank you. Sweet release. <laughs> well, you would. It would. You'd fall asleep, and you'd like your hypothermia sets in about fifteen minutes, man. Twenty minutes, and that type and of. Wake up. You start dead. taking your you start taking uh, your clothes off because you think you're warm. It's like nope, nope. You're just cold. Snap out of it. <laughs> the euphoria is kicking in. Have so, you nope, have nope, you nope. been on the brink? You sound like you've been there. I've been out in the cold before. Yeah, yeah. It's uh, not fun. I've uh, I've had to stay out in the cold for for some situations. I couldn't get home. I had to walk home in the middle of the fucking night where. You know, I'm two or three hours away from home. Yep, it sucks. Being cold, it's not fun. I don't recommend it. And, like, I was shocked that uh, Charlottetown didn't open a warming center. I was, my mind was boggled. They even put a Twitter announcement saying, hey, we just we just want to let you know we're not doing this. It's like, well, you probably should, but we're not. We're not doing it. I was talking to a, like, this is not, not what we usually talk about, but since you went there. Yeah. Um, I was t- talking to a buddy the other day. He messaged me. He's like, did you realize that like council voted not to open up any warming centers this weekend? <laughs> like, what are you talking about? He's like, they voted seven two not to open any warming centers. Yep. And I'm like, do you know what, do you know what my response is to that? Oh, we have, a, we have a housing crisis. Not anymore. Because yeah. they're all going to die. Like that's that's essentially what that mentality is. I hate saying it like that, but that's their thinking. That's their thinking. There's, like, oh. there's uh, like I'm just like like, and I'm one of the most conservative people you'll meet. Like I'm all about you know being fiscally responsible, not not spending money. Um, I'm not a big socialist. Um, you know all those things, and and I believe people should look after their own shit. But there are some people that can't. Like there's legitimately people that are homeless and not only that there's a ton of people that lost power like they need mm-hmm. a place to go too yep like, and some of them have like babies and stuff like how, i don't understand like even for your own political future why would you vote against something like, at the very core like if you don't have any humanity in you and you don't really give a shit at the very least self-preservation for your own political career like how can you vote against it they did. They sure did. There was, um, he was telling me like this buddy that I was talking to, he was like, one of the counselors forced them all into a closed door meeting and told them all they were, they looked like complete assholes. Like one of the ones that voted to open them. Yeah. They still didn't open them. Nope. <laughs> they sure didn't. Uh, they, they left the sure the city of Charlottetown left it to up to other smaller municipalities to open warming centers. Murray River had one. Fuck, even O'Leary had one. Uh, like, it's just, it boggles my absolute mind. 
But hey, yep. that's that's just how politics is here on the island. I guess well, they and everywhere. To, they needed to save the money to pay the plow drivers that do a shitty job downtown. Well, it's not even that. Like, did you see the? I don't know if you've seen it, but did you see the big announcement of how they're going to uh, fix University Avenue? They're putting all this money into it to make it a focal point for travelers when they come here. Oh what yeah. Are they doing? Oh, they're burying power lines on them at the avenue so people don't have oh. to see the poles. Um, they're making a, a couple of. They're putting some. Uh, uh, what what you might call it uh, islands in so then you can't like in the more dangerous areas you can't go out and pull out like you won't be able to do a left turn on certain areas of uh uh university you'll have to turn right to go with the flow of the traffic so you're not crossing the, th- the four lanes because of you know accidents and whatnot because people don't know how to drive <laughs> so it's mm. yeah it's 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 a big project and it's like something like 20 30 40 million i think is what what it's going to end up costing or something like that there's a big thing on twitter about it it's crazy i'm sure upei is going to get a roundabout in front of the place no no roundabout they're they're just going to like i said make those uh those islands and lanes where you can't cut you you can only go one way like so like when you're coming out of universe upei i think it's only gonna you're only going to be able to maybe turn right you won't be able to go straight across if you that sort of thing you'll have to take the long way around just to, to make traffic a little more easier for flow and whatnot. But yeah, it's crazy. Mm-hmm. But anyway, this isn't what this podcast is about. No, no, it's we're, not. Uh, we're, uh, we're just talking shit right now. But uh, have you gotten into anything? Have you started watching that new show, The Last of Us? No, haven't gotten into that yet. Um, the wife and I have been watching like different movies the last few nights. Um, we're, I don't know if that's really her thing, but... Uh, we watched a couple of weird movies. Um, last night we watched, well, we started a movie called Zapped. Um, yeah, that sounds like fun. It's from like 1983 or something like that. It's a, like, we thought it was going to be like a classic 80s, um, you know, like, you know, those raunchy comedy type movies. Um where you get to see like, a set of boobies every now and then? Well, just the classic movies like uh, Weird Science, Mannequin, um, License to Drive, like all those types of movies. It doesn't. Well, you want to watch have... Corey Haim again? <laughs> but it's just, it's just. We thought it was one of those types of movies, and the star was Scott Baio. So I'm like, fuck. No. Like I never heard of this movie. So what? What the premise was is that this he, Scott Baio is like this nerd. But he stumbles upon this, uh, like he's he has like he works in a science lab at school, and he stumbles upon this thing where he gets telekinesis, telekinetic powers. Okay, a high school student with telekinetic powers, like it's gonna be one of those types of '80s comedy movies, and it sucked. So like, well, it's Scott Bayo. I know, of course it sucked. Like, how have we never heard of this movie? And then like 40 minutes or not even 40 minutes, I'd say about a half an hour in, we discovered why we never heard of it and we just shut it off. Um, the night before we watched The Menu. Have you heard of that movie? Yeah, I watched it. on. Uh, yeah, me and the daughter watched it the other day on the what Disney Plus think? one. It was great. I loved it. It's a great on Disney. film. I couldn't remember where. The one with Ralph Fiennes? Yeah, and what's her name? Anna Joy, whatever her name is. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. 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 I thought it was interesting. I liked it. I wasn't. Um, it was one of the movies she picked. Like we didn't really even talk about it before we started. She just put it on. 
Um, cause when we talk about movies and we're trying to figure out what we watch, we spend about two hours trying to figure it out. We never actually watch anything. So she just threw it on and, uh, like right away, I'm just like, okay, this has got like one of those weird feels. And I'm like, this better not be that they're serving people because that's boring and derivative. And, uh, <clears throat> as the, and I like Ralph Fiennes, like he's a good actor. And uh, as time went on, and uh, what's his face was also in it. Um, oh, I can't think of his name. I thought the movie was hilarious. I mean, I was laughing at it. Mexican actor. Can't think of his name. He played the like the washed up actor. John Leguizamo. Yes, yes, I like him too. And uh, you notice that Judith Light from Who's the Boss was on there. And, uh, yeah, I, I really liked the film. I thought it was really cool. Yeah. I loved it when Buddy just offed himself as the mess. <laughs> that was his, t- yeah. his, his group uh, thing. The mess. Yes. Bam! And his dish, yeah. Yeah. But it, it was just, yeah, it was a cool concept. Like, a, as I say, like, I was just hoping it wasn't going to be something boring. Like, oh, they're serving people. Ooh, it's never been done before. But, uh yeah, I just, I thought it was a cool social commentary and it was, it was interesting. So we watched that one night. Uh, oh, I can't remember the, we watched like movies like three or four nights in a row, but I can't remember what the other one was offhand. Yeah. But, uh, yeah. So it couldn't have been good if it was, <laughs> I don't remember. I think I it was, it was, oh, I know what it was. It was hot tub time machine. It was one that oh, we'd fuck. seen before. We just threw something on to laugh at. We watch, we probably watch that about once a year. It's one of those movies that we both like. Hot tub time machine. It's funny. It's got its moments. Never watched it. You've never seen us. Nope. Never, never watched it. Hmm. I think you'd probably like it. I don't really watch a lot of movies anymore. I mean, I watch I watch a lot of weird shit. I mean, as we know, the last episode we, me and uh, Swamp Ninja did, we talked about watching Super Sentai Go-Go 5 and Kamen Rider, which was, that's kind of where I'm spending my time at because me and uh, the Ninja are, are, are watching, going back and watching it just to see how, if we, see if we can get through it and I can already say right now, probably not going to happen. Not at least not the uh, the Cayman Rider. It's from 1971, and it is like an acid trip watching it. Like <laughs> even even like like I said, I have I have probably ADHD when it comes to like paying attention to movies and stuff. So usually I have to get a little relaxed, a little elevated to to watch something. And uh, even still, like I'll get I'll get a little little glow on sit down and watch try to i try to do two episodes a night and it's uh it's 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 a chore because i'm just like oh my god this is so bad but it's so bad it's good because you're laughing because like everyone turns to it in into goo every every evil entity has his own set of grunts with special face paint and it's and they moan and they chant and you got to watch out for the evil evil villainous group called shocker Oh man, it, it, like shocker. the tro- the shocker, yeah, it's a, uh, it's amazing. the The theme song is what gets me every time. Like I'll, I'll listen to the theme song and I'll, it's just like go rider, rider kick, <laughs> rider punch. 
It's so bad, it's, but it's so good. Oh, it's so good that way. Just, just like, just to see the the tropes of the seventies in, in film, because like they try to make it like sexy too, like a sexy disco girls wearing makeup, but it's not sexy. It's just like, it's not like Buck Rogers. You know what I mean? With the space babes, there's no real babes in this. It's just more of a, uh, just generic uh, girls wearing wearing really weird makeup in in robes, <laughs> chanting. It's hilarious to watch. If you, ever, if you if if you get a chance, watch at least watch the first episode just so you can get, just t- watch the first episode and be like, dear lord, what are they doing to themselves? Because it's it's a form of torture, really. Because <laughs> it's so it's it's. It's bad, but like I love going back and watching some of the old Power Rangers things, like the the Super Sentai stuff, because as uh, as we know, Power Rangers was based off of the Super Sentai stuff, and then what they did was they they took cuts of like the big battles with the bosses and stuff, and then filmed their own story with the American actors and and tried to Americanize the story, but use some of the footage from the the Japanese versions to save on money. What's smart? It's it, you know it's 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 good. It's good uh, fiscal fiscal business for for doing this type of thing, but to go back and watch some of the uh, the Super Sentai stuff without uh, without like the the actual like Americanized versions, like it's dark. Like people die in these things. They show like they show human ca- like bystander casualties and like you know buildings get destroyed and you have the they, they have to go in and save the civilians and then after they save the civilians, that's when they fight the boss. Like it's a lot more realistic per se. I mean, as realistic as a uh, giant robots fighting big rubber monsters uh, <laughs> is, but it's just kind of interesting to, to see the differences between the, the versions we've watched growing up as teen in te- as a teen to watching them now as an adult and looking back when these, you know, were actually made before the nineties back in the eighties. And you're like, wow, this was some serious heavy shit. So yeah, it's kind of interesting to see. So that's what I've been doing, but I haven't watched any real good movies. I watched Black Phone a few ago, that horror film with, uh, God, what's his name? Josh something. Josh, I'm trying to remember. But anyway, Black Black Phone is really good. It's a really good uh, good movie. Kind of takes place in the eighties. Um, child abduction story where you know a bunch of children go missing, and this wood kid gets goes missing, but he can hear the spirits of the other kids and learns how to try to escape from the the killer really kind of cool really thriller type style because it's just him in a basement with this phone that apparently doesn't work but it rings all the time when he answers it it's the spirits of the dead kids it's really kind of neat and like the the mask that the the guy wears is really cool because it always changes sometimes it's a full mask a half mask some has a smile uh, there's there's no there's no lips or anything like so he's changing his mask to show his mood so it's kind of a really really neat uh thing to watch so yeah I, I would recommend that if you want to watch something cool watch black phone that's that's kind of an interesting kind of the same vein as uh the menu kind of like a thriller not so much horror <coughs> pardon me but yeah you can't tell me what to do you do what i tell you to you do what i tell no soup no soup for you well but yeah we've been gabbing for a while here yeah, we've been yapping for a while. Uh, did you gonna let... uh, just 
just to yep. wrap things up really quick, did you spend any of your hard-earned cash in the last? Oh week? well, uh, well, not in the last week. Yeah, uh, like I said, I got my Battle Cat and I got my Mega Constructs and that sort of thing. That was last week. It just came in there on Tuesday. Oh, okay. So yeah, I thought you'd. I thought they just came. in <coughs> you had purchased them a while ago. Purchased them like the previous week, and they came in on Tuesday. Okay. So yeah, I just so mean I, had... I grabbed those. Did money actually leave your pocket in the last week? Yeah, last week I spent twenty five bucks. <laughs> I like last week is when I purchased them. Okay. Yeah, last week I, I bought them and then they came. They showed up this Tuesday. Like I only had them for a couple days, right? So. Oh okay. yeah, yeah. No, I thought like it was the week prior or something, and then they just arrived last week, kind of thing. Okay. Yeah, so I just I've just put them all together. It was pretty, you know. Uh, it was it was a cool. It was like again, it wasn't expensive. Fifty bucks is what I spent. Should, it's not too you bad. Should sell me the you should sell me the merman out of the mega constructs. I don't have a man out of the mega constructs. No, it's uh, it's triclops and mechanic. Oh, I'm getting mixed up. I'm. Oh, where did I see it? There was a, a was it. Was Swamp Ninja a, sent us a uh, yes. on our on our Instagram. You saw it where he That's sent right. all the figures. It's the Merman, Triclops, and all that. Yeah, Scareglow, Scareglow. Yeah, I was looking at it. I was just like, oh, that'd be kind of neat, and I could have all the figures fighting over the 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 battle ram. But I don't know. It's not something I really need. Yeah, I don't need. I don't need to spend another thirty dollars. I just spent fifty. <laughs> but we all know that'll change probably when payday comes. I haven't dropped any coin, but I'm definitely going to lowball that guy for the DX set. Yeah, so, so soon as we hang up from this, you're going to go lowball him. No, I'm going to wait till Thursday. You're going to wait till Thursday. I'm going to wait. I sent you the picture of it. Yeah, it's lame. I don't like it. Really? Yeah, horrible looking figures. Horrible sculpts. Okay. I don't like them. Oh. Triple H looks looks lame. Okay. I didn't mean to shit on it, but it's not its not for me. I don't like the packaging at all. The Jack stuff just doesn't resonate with me at all. At yeah. all. Okay. Yeah. 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 Your figures no. suck. No. I'm going to I'm, I'm lowball the piss out of them. What are you going to go? What did he, what do you want originally for it? He wanted, he wanted 240, I think is what it started out as. So what, what's a lowball? 190? 180 so so wait now so he had it at 240 he marked it down it's been up there for probably about six or seven months mm-hmm. he marked it down right now it's a 200 yeah so i'm gonna sh- i'm gonna shoot like a 130 130 bucks that's right Ooh. yeah maybe 150 no, i'll try 130 130 so what what belt does d uh does triple h have european is that the european he's, title he's got the european one and michaels has the heavyweight don't you remember when michaels dropped the european title to him yeah it was like the finger poke of doom i remember yeah, yeah. but it was funny because no one cared about the european title because you remember i remember the storyline like it was yesterday of sergeant slaughter's like you two are gonna fight each other and the european title is gonna be on the line and they were both acting like really mad like it was a big title yeah and then uh he laid down for Triple H, and then I remember Triple H winning. And he's like, "Yo, Serge, I did it!" Yeah, I remember that. Yeah, so good. I I wish I could go back and watch old wrestling and, and get into it again. I can't. I can't watch old wrestling anymore just because I know what happens. It just bothers me. It's just like oh, I already watched this. I don't need to know. I I live this. I don't need to recap. And mind you, there are some things I like to go back and watch, like some of the old like. 
I like going back and some and watching like some of the top Royal Rumble moments, like of surprise entrance, that sort of thing. Yeah, when they when they did the uh, I remember we were talking about this one week. They've the WWF YouTube channel has posted like full Royal Rumble matches, and the uh, the one I think it's ninety three. It was for the, the winner actually got the title. And that was the, it's not fair to Flair. Remember he was like number two or something like that. And he ended up winning. Yeah. I hated that. I hated that, ver- that rumble. Wow. That's one of my favorite rumbles. The 93 rumble. Well, just because Flair won it. I, I'm not a Flair fan. Never was. I'm not a, I'm not a huge Flair fan. I respect what he's done in the industry and all Well, that you stuff. just liked it because he was with Perfect. Him and Perfect were the, the team. Perfect Perfect was literally in that uh, in that Royal Rumble or at ringside for about five seconds. And then he, you see him celebrating with him after. I hated the technical advisor Perfect because he was injured and he didn't wrestle. But it's just the guys that are in the match. Like, you've got everybody. Like, you've got the perfect um, cross-section between, like, well, not, I wouldn't say perfect, but, I mean, there's Undertaker, there's Hogan, there's Flair, there's, um, I'm trying to think of who else is in it, but there's, like, huge names. Yeah. I just think it's a really good cross section. And then there's the one, uh, there's a couple of other, one of my favorites. There's the one, do you remember the one where Michaels got eliminated, but he was, he stayed on one foot. Well, yeah, I remember that. There was that classic one. And then there's the classic one that Steve Austin won. Do you remember he kept eliminating everybody and he's the only guy in the ring for a while? Oh, uh, see, that's that that one was where he, you know they're making him like the monster, like mm-hmm. he no one can beat him. I didn't like that one. The one I liked is when he got eliminated and snuck back in and eliminated Brett. That was the one I liked. <laughs> that's a good one too. That was the and best I... one because he got thrown over the top, but there was a big schmoz on the other side of the ring, and all the refs were over there. No one saw. <laughs> and then he came in and just eliminated Brett. And Brett's like, I just threw that motherfucker out, and they're like, No, he's so still in. Yeah, it was so hilarious. Good. And then Cheek there's the one where Cheek there's the one. Then there's the one where Mick Foley was in it three times. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. He's a Cactus Jack, Mankind, and Dude Love. But do you remember in that same rumble, he and uh, Chainsaw Charlie were the first two, and they bashed the shit out of each other with the chairs oh, yeah. and stuff? Yep. They went hardcore for the first three, three and a half minutes, something like that. It's crazy. It's so It was so good. Yeah, back then it used to be two minutes between the uh, the entrance, yeah. and then they made it ninety seconds because it was just getting too long. Yeah, exactly. But yeah, I watched this uh, podcast or not podcast, but I watched this YouTube channel called Wrestle Talk, and they have this thing where they do like this challenge. It's called like uh, the they call it the Survival Series, and what it is is they do these. Uh, one of the uh, the guy who hosts it basically comes up with this: Can you name every Survivor Series survivor? Yeah, can you name every Survivor Series uh, winner uh, in you know in 1995, like from in reverse chronological chronological order from 2022 right down to when it first first happened? Oh and it was God. just like, and then one guy, uh, one of the guys was on there, and uh, it just happened. And it was like, can you name every Royal Rumble winner from 2022 to the original 90? Uh, what was it? 80, 88? Was it 88? Was the first Rumble? It was um, Hacksaw. Yeah, I think it was 88. I think it was 88 or, or maybe 89. But yeah, it was around there. And and one guy, like, he did it. He went from 2022 all the way down, even remembered to do the greatest Royal Rumble because that's tec- technically it was a Royal Rumble, but it was like done 
fucking whatchamacallit in Saudi Arabia. That's the one where remember when Titus ran down, he went under the ring. He, he tripped and slipped right under the ring. We should probably sign off here. We only got about a minute or so. So give I'm going to go ahead and give, I'm going to give everyone our socials since you refuse to learn them. So as, as we always say, uh, check us out on Twitter at 2BD pod. Check us out on Instagram where we have our muscle Mondays, Mo Tuesdays, wicked Wednesday, comic book a day. Sometimes, uh, the Swamp Ninja throws up some uh, throwback Thursday of uh, some of his old figures he he's bought and, and shows some photos of that as well. Um, and that's on Instagram at 2BD Pods. And then, of course, you can find us on all your major streaming sites except for Apple. You can find us on Google Podcasts, iHeartRadio. You can find us here at Podbean. And you can also find us on Spotify by searching Retro 2BD Podcast. Uh, but on that note, as we say to end the show, dare to be stupid. Peace. Thank you.